Do you guys, do you hear, um, I'm so used to being more than one person. <laughs> um, do you know, uh, do you hear that, that story about, uh, the, the, Ener- the energizer bunny, you know, he like had a, a big public freak out and, and he was arrested. Do you hear about this? No. <laughs> yeah. He was charged with aggravated battery. Mm. Welcome mm. boys and ghouls to mm. another very fucking special mini-sode of Halloween is forever. I'm Brian. I'm Steve. <laughs> We're doing toy jokes, you know, because I guess the Energizer Buddy's like a toy, I think. Of some sort, but then also, <laughs> you know... You you needed him to power your toys as well. Exactly. He 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 goes hand in hand with toys, especially I think of Christmas time. I think of uh, uh, Santa, the Energizer Bunny, then you know probably Rudolph, and then maybe Jesus somewhere down there. And uh, yeah, the Energizer Bunny goes synonymous, you know, hand in hand with toys. So I just figured, you know, it obviously makes sense. So don't you know, don't make a big deal about it. Don't make me feel stupid. All right, uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about. You probably clicked on that there subject in that mini sode on that podcast app that you have there, and you saw that we're going to do an, another little fun, uh, a jaunt down memory lane type of episode here today, or maybe some some modern stuff as well. But uh, a couple of mini sodes ago, we talked about horror video games, which was a lot of fun we got some good feedback on so this time we're going to talk about horror and generally spooky and monster related and all that sort of thing but we're gonna be talking about toys uh here as well so we're not gonna be talking about none of them movie flicks none of them moving picture shows today we're gonna be talking about toys but before we do all that we obviously got some things we got to do if you know you want to give us some suggestions for some of these topics in the future Make sure you follow us on the social medias, as always. Uh, how's the how's the thread situation going? Threads is pretty tight right now. We're almost up to a thousand as of recording this. Oh shit! Shit yeah. is tight over on Threads. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I'm, ready, I'm ready to quit the fuck out of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter blows. I, I listen. I'm a longtime Twitter user. Been been from 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 way back in the day. I've been on Twitter since jump, and that shit sucks now. Pretty much, I've 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 really kind of um, stopped using all social media except for Instagram. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. <laughs> everything else kind of blows. Um, but yeah, sounds like shit's tight over on Threads. All right. Um, yeah, follow us on those on the Instagrams, on the Twitter, on the Facebooks. On I think we even got one of them damn old Tiki Talkies. Uh, if you search Halloween is forever, you're going to find us the little damn pixelated pumpkin guy. And if you follow us, you can do a couple of things. One, you can see some spooky ass shit on the Internet. That's always fun. Two, you can help us vote on some of our showdown topics for our, our showdown episodes that happen once a month, which we're going to announce here in a damn old second. And then three, you can send suggestions for us to do some of these fun mini-sodes. We're actually taking into account, uh, we've done a few, quite a few mini-sodes now based on suggestions from, from the listeners. So follow us over there. So, uh, you know, one thing I did mention, speaking of social media, one thing I did uh, just notice the other day is that, uh, and I think I actually heard this, they, they had mentioned it on uh, last podcast on the left threads is the name of that british um uh like hyper realistic horrifying uh nuclear holocaust movie mm-hmm. <laughs> did you ever see that it just yeah, sounds... I've seen that a lot on twitter <laughs> really i did not yeah. even make the connection until i heard them talk about it on the last podcast on the left and um you know it just feels like that it feels ominous 
You know what I mean? Uh-huh. If, if it feels like maybe this, like if the world came to an end based on, um, you know, like a like a, a, a dick measuring contest between two fucking nerds, that would feel very <laughs> just apropos, you know? Right. Yeah. That we yeah. yeah, we like this is what happens when bullying stopped. Yeah. <laughs> like bullying yeah. didn't go far enough with some people. <laughs> that's, you know? that's the way you're going to take this. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay. You're saying not enough bullying. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, okay. at least for some definite specific people. And it's yeah. like, and I'm saying that even coming from the standpoint of somebody who was bullied mm-hmm. at some point, you know, yeah. in high school, like I totally was. Yeah. For being a nerd. But also, yeah. I don't know that some people, Elon Musk, got enough. <laughs> <laughs> he maybe didn't get bullied enough. Gotcha. Didn't yeah, get yeah, enough. Yeah. That makes sense. And then he comes in and then, you know, of course, Big Dick Haas himself, Mr. Zuckerberg. I mean, just the, I mean, he's practically dirty Harry. He's so fucking cool. Just comes rolling over here uh, <laughs> with his with his fucking shorts and his, his Crocs on or whatever and just ends the fucking world. Um, yeah, it's probably going to happen. I mean, fast mm-hmm. forward, especially next year. You know, we got this election year coming up. I'm sure threads won't have anything to do with uh, some horrible scandal associated with that. Yeah. Um, Again, you could look at every presidential candidate and say mm-hmm. they didn't get bullied enough. That's true. That's like true. They they really needed to just like get jostled and have their fucking underwear pulled over their head and mm-hmm. like a video of it happening. Yeah. And we would never have to worry about any any of them. Ted Cru- <laughs> Ted Cruz needed his dreams like shoved into the dirt and stomped on. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. no one did no one did that when we needed them to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right, I'm on your side now. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, follow us over on the threads <laughs> on Instagram, the Twitter. Get on over there. Help us end the universe. Guys, we've been trying this for a while. This has been our mission for the entire year 2023. We're trying to kill God. And if that mm-hmm. means that we have to destroy the earth first, just to incite mm. him, to get him to show his cowardly face, so yeah. we can so we can punch him right between his fucking eyes. Let's do it. We're out to kill God, guys. That is our plan for the year. One um, of two things happens. He yeah. either shows his face and does yeah. something about it, <laughs> stops being a puss, <laughs> or we destroy the earth and we show up at his house. <laughs> oh shit! We're coming knocking on your door, bitch. Yeah. Now we're um, here. You do. Now, now you, you handle now us. You, now you got to deal with two fucking middle-aged guys on your front step. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, yeah. Follow us over on there. It's a lot of fun. Um, also for if you're, if you're, uh, uh, your longtime listener, maybe you didn't hear the last couple of episodes or if you're new to the show, who cares? Whatever. Fuck you. Um, go check us out on a Patreon that we just started guys. We got a Patreon over there. It's patreon.com forward slash Halloween is forever. And, uh, you can, you know, be a, be a patron, I guess at a $3 level a month. And then you get to add free episodes and you get some, 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 just a hearty firm handshake if I see you. And then, uh, at the $5 level, you get access to our Discord. We're going to do some live recordings. We're going to do some watch-along stuff. And then you get the big prize. <laughs> That's what you want to call it, which is this real fucked up thing Steve talked me into doing. It's called Family is Forever. <laughs> and oh, yeah. we are going to watch every single Fast and the Furious movie uh, and then do a bonus episode once a month. And we're going to go through all 47 of those fucking movies. Don't ask me why. Don't question it. Uh, I got to do it. So fucking pay five dollars to hear it it's gonna be that's what's gonna happen guys um 
You're going to appreciate it, Brian. You're <laughs> you're the man of big swings and crazy action. You know, I guess so it's all there. You just uh, haven't discovered it yet. You have to, I you guess have to get in the mind. I'm trying to get my mind open to it. It's not there yet, but we're going to record our first episode here soon. So I'm going to I'm going to ease into it. I have seen the first movie, so I know a little bit what to expect, but it has been like freaking 20 years, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, get ready for it, guys. It's going to be a fucking bloodbath over there. Um, all right. Uh, before we get into, you know, what what our August showdown topic is going to be. What the fuck beers do we got here? You got a beer? I got beer. Oh, yeah. What do you, you got? I got something local. I went mm-hmm. down to the creek side. Oh, or yeah. up, rather. It's an up yeah. direction from me. But mm-hmm. I went up to Creekside, got me an abjuration brew. Oh, yeah. And they had a new ice cream sour. Oh, I bet they did. And it was a pineapple banana and vanilla soft serve and milk sugar. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's just a big old can of gloop glop. How is it? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I wish there was a little more banana to it, but otherwise it's just like drinking a Dole Whip. It's fine. See, see that's what it sounds like a Dole Whip, obviously. Dole Whip inspired, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I, I do dig me some fruited sours, as long as they're not too terribly sweet. But banana, and I love a banana. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I even like banana flavored things. Banana flavored ice cream. One of my favorite types of ice cream, a Uh chunky monkey. I'll fuck up a chunky monkey. (laughs) But I have had a lot of banana beers that are not great. Mm. Like they just feel they just have like this weird. uh, uh, I I don't know. Chemical. I don't want to say chemically, almost like a almost has like a bug spray vegetal thing to it. Like I mean, like an underripe avocado or something, you know, or plantain like, you know, kind of greenness. I think it's because, like, I think the flavoring that might be used more often than not is uh, the the same flavoring that goes like in the banana pop, and that'll mm. and that also tastes like the runts banana. Yeah, it's got that like isoamyl acetate, like kind of uh, intense, almost chemically artificial banana. Yeah, if if I had yeah. to guess, that's why. Yeah, yeah. you're probably like, right. I think there. I think there are some other ones that use like just natural bananas. Do you ever hear the uh, baseball team, the Savannah bananas? Uh, yeah, I have actually my, uh, a friend of mine, uh, our friend of Kate and I, they, they actually uh, took their, their kids down to go to a Savannah bananas game. Cause oh, apparently right. it's a fucking blast. Yeah. I just remember a story from a couple years ago that somebody i think i think because you know savannah georgia savannah bananas mm-hmm. like before they became like a big touring act mm-hmm. like somebody down in georgia brewed like a banana beer but they mm-hmm. did it all with like all natural bananas like it was yeah was it was something it was ridiculous like puree or something yeah it might it was be something ridiculous like 350 pounds of banana or whatever for <laughs> oh, a fucking, jesus yeah yeah the uh i would love the guys yeah they're they're like the they're like they've become like the harlem globetrotters of baseball right mm-hmm. but, yeah. but 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 you know it had doing comedy bits and all that stuff yeah um yeah 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 yeah, yeah. listen i would try it I'll, I'll, I'll try anything once that's what i always say sure. um not banana, but yellow in the can here. Let me give a little bit of less listen. Ah, there it is. I'm drinking just an old standby, a little little Allagash White. Oh, yeah. This, uh, yeah, this beer fucks. It just does. Yeah. Uh, I crush this beer in the summertime. Uh, just I just grab it by the freaking 12 pack and just slam. I'd buy a freaking 30 rack of it if they sold it. 
<laughs> over under if you had to alternate mm-hmm. how many Allagash Whites in Sierra Nevada Ultra Vases could you drink in a session? Oh, like you, what's, you go, what's a you session? Go, I mean, just like you don't like until you stop. Yeah, like a whole day. Like if it's a holiday, you know, we're we're out there. It's Memorial Day. It's Fourth of July, and I'm 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 maybe even cracking a beer after breakfast, like yeah. or vacation. I'm about to go on vacation up to the lake next week. Allagash White. I mean, I could definitely do twenty of them in a day. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy. Now I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a beer drinking guy, right? I'm a I'm a I'm a larger than average beer drinking guy, uh, but over the course of a day, if I'm staying hydrated, oh hell yeah, I could polish off a case of it in a day. You know, starting early, yeah. starting yeah. early, going that late. Sounds right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, just so good. It's so easy drinking. I love that mm-hmm. beer. Me freaking too. Me freaking too. Um, all right. So one other thing we got to do here, like I said, is we got to announce our topic for our showdown episode for the month of August. For those of you who are new to the show, again, fuck yourself. But uh, you finally got on board. So, you know, whatever. Uh, we'll tolerate you for the time being. Here is how this works. We put out some fresh, uh, s- slightly salty, a picante, maybe with a little bit of a Szechuan warming spice character uh every monday we put that that yummy sweet and spicy content out on the internet um but every first monday of the month we do a showdown episode and that is where we pick a topic uh from we actually pick three topics from a big old spinny wheel of topics got a bajillion of them on there many of which our social media friends and listeners suggested to us we pull three of them off there we throw them on the social medias y'all vote on those we pick one and then once we have a topic we pick a movie or a show or whatever the hell is associated with that particular topic i pick one steve pick picks one and then our guest picks one we uh, uh, talk about each one of them. We argue about them. Sometimes we go no holes barred. Sometimes we do, you know, electrocution match. Uh, sometimes we do, uh, you know, let's just throw some tacks out on the mat and just start fucking suplexing each other onto them. But ultimately, somebody's going to take home that son of a bitch and championship strap for the month. Right now, your boy is the fucking champ. Once in future champ, back in the hands of where it belongs right so i'm I'm holding that strap i'm carrying it around uh, all day long went into walmart today went in got some shaving cream first and foremost because i got to shave those big hairy nuts <laughs> championship nuts <laughs> stupid <laughs> i don't know why that just tickled me so much to say um <laughs> <laughs> I walked in there just fucking swanging that thing, that belt. Um, but it's going to be up for grabs again in August. So um, we had three topics um, that were uh, were on the board uh, for Yins to, to choose from on the social medias. They were, let me remind you, it was best of Vincent Price. It was great scenes in bad flicks. And then it was the best of uh, Roger Corman. Surprise, surprise, the, the Dark Horse won, mm. uh, which was uh, the great scenes in bad flicks. So that should be really, really fun. Um, I don't think we've done any showdowns yet that we're talking about uh, 
um, just individual scenes, right? We're always talking about movies. Sometimes we're talking yeah. about TV show episodes. Last month, we had Louie from The Haunted Hangover on. We talked about uh, uh, TV show episodes. But I don't think we've had a thing where we talk about individual scenes yet. No, no, we haven't. Yeah, this is this like is really narrowing it down. Mm-hmm. Although I think, you know, while we may not talk about the entire movie, it's probably best if we watch the entire movie. Yeah. So they don't, you know, just so nobody tries to sneak in a good movie. Right. Or and, and also to have some context around the scene right. too, right? But yeah, also we do need to determine, although I am I already am starting to find this this is gonna be an interesting one, because now we have to all agree that the movie's bad <laughs> first. <laughs> I think so I might- think maybe for this we don't necessarily take what our opinions are and we just go with is it below 40 percent on rotten tomatoes okay that's what i was gonna say are we gonna take a rotten tomatoes or like a metacritic situation into account yeah yeah we could yeah yeah, if you if you can justify it with like like this is like showing two forms of identification Mm -hmm. so like if you have a metacritic score and a rotten tomatoes score that's Mm -hmm. like trash and then like or you could show like box office numbers that show it's trash yeah so it's it's up to you to defend its badness yes you know (laughs) Yes, because they're they're like the one movie that I'm thinking of that I'm thinking about doing. It's not my pick yet. We're not going to announce that or anything yet. But I, mm-hmm. I have one in my mind that I think would be fun. It is a kind of a cult classic, but mm. it's completely unavoidable that it is, in fact, a bad movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, a, you know, but so anyway, uh, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when it comes. But that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do our favorite um, uh, great scenes from bad movies so kind of a diamond in the roof situation so if you got any suggestions throw them our way because this is like this is kind of a a a, a weird topic that's going to require a little bit of uh of homework on our part which should be fun so let's get into the topic for this evening uh which like i said is um is 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 spooky ass toys um now I'll tell you my list. We we obviously haven't shared each other's lists, so we might have some duplicates on there. I went old school. I went primarily nostalgic um, toys. Uh, I could talk about some you know some more modern toys and stuff, but I went primarily nostalgic. Yeah, same. I mean, you same. probably have more modern basis than I do because mm-hmm. I don't have kids, so like I'm not. That's hanging true. Out. <laughs> well, and I'm also a man child who does you know collect toys to a certain extent <laughs> i'm looking at a lot of toys in my office right now um, although most of what i do collect are uh are, are vintage toys you know mm-hmm. i don't i don't collect i don't collect a ton of new toys i have a i have a few here and there anyway so uh steve why don't you kick it off what, what do you what do you got on your list again we didn't share lists together but i i imagine we both have a lot of same points just mm-hmm. again we're same age and two, right. I've seen your toy collection. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of what you have is also things I've either had or wanted at some point. Yes, you've seen you've seen a good I have a, a reasonable portion of mine on display. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like I think the most obvious one that would be between the two of us that like sticks out the most that is mm-hmm. in the horror. But I mean, I guarantee both of us grew up on Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. But yep. like the Ghostbusters toys were so fucking iconic. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. And, and specifically the real Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. It was all based off the cartoon. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, you had the, and I don't remember if like the 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 original because I remember as a kid, me and my brother, we had the we had the jumpsuits, mm-hmm. we had the plastic proton packs, and we went as that for Halloween one year. And I don't know if the proton packs were tied to the real Ghostbusters or that was a little more associated with the movie. I don't remember, but I've definitely, and they're, they're behind me actually, but I definitely have, uh, about six or s- five or six probably of the, uh, uh, of the toys, the, the action figures associated with the real Ghostbusters and they're fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. The coolest part about them were, was they, they satisfied that. I don't know what it is that was a fascination with us as kids, but mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm things always had to be other things oh yeah it, it, it had to start with transformers right right I would yeah, assume. It, yeah it started with transformers but it bled into all kinds of other shit mm-hmm. uh, and like they made like transformer spider-mans and they made transformer ninja turtles and shit but like ghostbusters one of the big things they always did was they had ghosts that would popped out pop out of normal things and like the mm-hmm. one that was my bread and butter my boy was the toilet <laughs> Oh, yeah. See, I, the toilet is the one that I never got, and I don't know why, and I've, I've actually looked for the toilet. It's crazy expensive to get it in decent condition. Is it? Um, yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure you could get a loose one for a reasonable price, mm-hmm. uh, which is really all I want. Like, I don't really keep much of my stuff in, in the package, but yeah, the toilet was always one. I think it was one of those ones where... Like something about the toilet was just like distasteful to my mom. Yeah, sure. We were picking out a toy. She'd be like, I'm not buying you a toilet. Like she couldn't bring herself to, you know, put it on the on the belt at Kmart, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so she's like, pick out another one. (laughs) So I just never I never got the toilet. But yeah, I I, for some reason, I think I remember getting it as a gift from somebody else. You have to get it from somebody cool. You know, yeah. you got to have like a cool aunt or uncle that's going to get I, the toilet. Which I did. I did have a cool aunt. So, yeah. Yeah. I got uh, the one I was thinking about when you said I forgot about the toilet was this this one, which obviously you guys can't see at home, which is the garbage man. And oh, uh, yeah. he transfers. But you put that you you kind of flip his uh, garbage can upright, put it over his head an alien head pops out and then kind of tucked within his legs are these big like mothman looking like alien wings that come out now i got one of them stuck in here but <laughs> here it comes and, and it's got I these broke like my toy <laughs> and then i broke my 40 year old 30 year old toy but yeah it's got the little alien wings this was always my favorite one. and then he and then once you move the uh the thing he also has like a big like thing you know jaws that come out of his chest and then uh yeah same thing you got the uh the cop that his face flaps down. He's got a skeleton underneath it. Mm-hmm. They they were just they they were um, a lot of cool detail. A lot of cool. They were not. Um, and even the the actual Ghostbuster figures, they don't have many points of articulation. They no. really display more more than anything. And they and they're almost you know you have this little trick where it's like oh this pops out or whatever. But they weren't really action figures, <laughs> you know, no. as much as a GI Joe or a, or a, or even a Ninja Turtle would be. But in fairness, it's not like the Ghostbusters were action heroes either. It's not like they could run around and do a bunch of flips anyway. Yeah, they don't need to be doing roundhouse kicks. You yeah, know? they had the yeah. gun and the gun shoots the laser and the laser kills the ghost. That's how it that's goes. What, that's it. That's all you need to accomplish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those were oh man. Some some of my absolute favorites. And, and I won't even say... Um, yeah, no, I'll hold that one for another pick. Yeah, but well, the real Ghostbusters and a great cartoon associated with too, because that was the thing. 
you know, our, our age, you know, the, 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 you know, I would say late eighties to the mid nineties, that was the time where pretty much cartoons were just for selling toys. Mm -hmm. They only existed to sell toys. Like now my, my, uh, my kids always be like, Hey, you know, can we watch something you watched, you know, when you were little or whatever, a cartoon you were little and like, they kind of sucked in comparison to what you guys have. Like we're there. My kids are used to watching, you know, like they love adventure time. They love, mm-hmm. uh, gravity falls and all this. I'm like, this shit is so much better and so much well, better written. The stories right. are better. Everything. The animation's better. Everything about it's better. I listen, I love, I'm looking at a freaking wall of TMNT stuff right now, but like the TMNT cartoon, it was okay you know what i mean i have yeah. a lot of nostalgia for it but it was there to sell toys you yeah. know um but the real ghostbusters cartoon i will say there were some cool elements and and some elements that scared the shit out of me as a kid yeah well it, interesting because i uh, i i did go back and watch just a couple episodes because it mm. recently i think maybe a couple months ago wound up on prime like oh, they, cool. put, they, they put all the episodes on Amazon Prime. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll just check it out. See what I remember. Mm-hmm. And watching the credits and everything, like there's a lot of Japanese names associated with the production of the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I just started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? This is like the first anime that we probably all got exposed to because it was a Japanese produced cartoon. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, it was it was definitely better better slightly better quality not not even slightly i think it's been years since i saw it but it feels like significantly better quality animation than some mm-hmm. of the other things we watched in that time and like i said some pretty freaking creepy characters too yeah um i remember like wasn't there like the oh the guy who was like the freaking god of halloween or whatever and he wanted halloween to last forever and he was gonna destroy yeah. the earth and all the shit like yeah, he was, was, i forget his name was it was just sam hain was it just sam hain yeah, yeah it was just sam hain yeah that guy was fucking cool yeah so uh, just to get back to the toy part of this uh were you a firehouse kid did you have the firehouse i did not know i would have loved that the firehouse that that was the only real big giant play set like that that i had mm-hmm. my parents were not like we would get a vehicle you know christmas your birthday you could get you could get a turtle van or right. or, or an ecto one or something like that but the only like big giant kind of base place that i ever got was the sewer the ninja turtle sewer oh okay uh which i which i do which i currently have on display which i still have <laughs> um we never had the the big the big uh gi joe bases or oh, anything no. like that no. but my cousins my cousins would get those so we would get to play with them a little bit but now i never had the firehouse but man it looked because it had the fucking pole and everything i'm gonna i'm gonna say blame your brother yeah <laughs> his mere existence yeah. like yeah it caused the cost yeah. oh yeah yeah i i he, i will admit that i was a firehouse kid so yeah yeah see you rat you rotten bastard but, you're but an only child too aren't exactly you? that's why i'm saying yeah. blame your brother had you yeah. not had your brother <laughs> yeah could have had a firehouse i would have tra- traded him he's he's he probably listening right now i would traded his ass for a fucking firehouse so fast but he'd so get fast because he'd say yeah. the same <laughs> yeah well he was never into spooky shit when we were little uh, um he was like the he, he's two years younger than me so like when uh he was the one that would like when are you afraid of the dark was on he would cry until my mom made me change it you know <laughs> he was the, he was that little motherfucker um but he eventually came around uh to, to spooky shit but 
in any case, um, all right, let, let me jump out. One thing I notice here, and, and this is something you're going to see in my list almost to a to a, a, an insane extent. I wrote down, you know, maybe 10 different things, throwing them out there because I knew we'd have some duplicates like the mm-hmm. real Ghostbusters are on there for me. Almost all of mine are from 1992. <laughs> it's just like it was that was the year. Like I'm literally looking through and I'm like almost all of mine are from 1992 or started in 1992. Not every one of them, but but so many of them. So I'll start with one, which was the first on my list, uh, which I'm looking here, which interestingly enough was actually my brother's toy. Like he got this for I want to say for Christmas or his birthday or something. But I ended up with it at some point. Um, and uh, and that's Big Frank. Uh, play, play school's big Frank from 1992. So 92, I would have been, you know, six, seven years old. So I might've been just a little bit old for this, you know, and he's, he's, you know, you know, four or five years old. So he's perfect age for this. This was a play school toy from 92. And, uh, and like I said, I still have this. It was, uh, basically kind of a, of a slightly cutesy version of like, uh, you can imagine like a, a, my buddy type situation, but it's not plush. It's, uh, it's plastic. Um, so combine a, my buddy with like a game of operation, uh, and you get big Frank and, big and Frank. he's a dang old Frank. He's a dang old Frankenstein. Um, and, and you open up his chest and he's got a little bolt and then he's got some little doodads in there. You could turn and twist and pull on and there's a little switch you can flip and he, he says things. The commercial is real weird. You should look it up. Um, but the thing that I really like about it is he and it still works. The one I have still works. Um, he says a bunch of, uh, you know, phrases when you when you mess with his insides. And so the one he says, like, is I'm alive, you know, which makes sense for Frankenstein. <laughs> but then one, he just goes, mm, good. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so fucking weird. It was, it's like, I'm alive. And like other things like that. And then, mm, good. <laughs> like one of them just makes like bubbling, you know, like laboratory sounds. Right. And yeah. And then, mm, good. Uh, I don't fucking know why. Because you don't feed him or anything. Like, I, right. know, I don't understand. But yeah, we, uh, uh, a big Frank, you know, I think my brother probably played with the big Frank a grand total of about four times, but big Frank never left. Like we always kept big Frank around. Like when my, my dad is, is the, uh, the quintessential dad that always wanted to throw everything away. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, we got to clean out this room, you know, Hey, we're having a yard sale. We got to get rid of this stuff, whatever. And we were always like, no, not big Frank. So <laughs> big Frank lasted the test of time. And he's, he's, he's sitting over on the shelf looking at me right now. Quick, big Frank hide in the closet. <laughs> Oh my God, dad's, dad's gathering shit in boxes. Hi, big Frank. (laughs) But yeah, he's, he's, he's always one that I remember. I didn't play with him a ton as a kid, but, but, uh, was always a memorable one. And, and just like for something like that, like a play school, you know, younger kids toy to just be like monster theme. That's not really something you'd see that often. Mm -mm. It's not one. It's not one I had either. I didn't, most of my. Like most of my stuff is just action figures. Like I was really into my guys. I got to go yeah, play yeah. with my guys. <laughs> play with my guys. Yeah, same yeah. thing. I got, uh, yeah, that was 90% of what I have between G. It's interesting because I, I don't really have as much of an affinity for them as I used to. But growing up, like my shit, aside from TMNT, was G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. And I have by far the most G.I. Joe than anything else. I have fucking totes full of G.I. Joes and all the shit. And I've kept all of it, you know, pretty well organized. Um, and I used to wake up early, like an hour before I had to wake up for school uh, to 
go downstairs by myself in the dark and watch G.I. Joe, the cartoon show, <laughs> like on whatever fucking <laughs> channel it added on reruns. Uh, that's how into G.I. Joe I was. But I don't really have that much affinity for G.I. Joe anymore for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe just because uh, like uh, maybe because war's not that cool. And no. like, as a kid, you thought <laughs> as a kid, you thought it was pretty sweet. Um, and also, but, I uh, mean, it is kind of cut and dry on G.I. Joe yeah. of like, yeah. yeah, America versus like, oh, there's these guys named terrorists. They're terrorists, <laughs> essentially. And they try right. to control the weather. OK, that's a, that's an understandable <laughs> bad guy. But then you yeah. learn like actual world politics and you go, ah, <laughs> yeah, this is more complicated and now it's not fun. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But for whatever reason. But yeah, I don't even really display the G.I. Joe's. But yeah, G.I. Joe's, you know, the the, the Ninja Turtles that goes with like the the action figures were definitely my shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like my action figures were much more all over the place. Mm -hmm. Like I had some G.I. Joe's, but they were more like the Street Fighter G.I. Joe's. Oh, yeah. uh, and more than that, I had like basically just a bunch of like Marvel figures, Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles. And then the ones that are like, it's baffling to me that we had these, mm -hmm. but we had so many Alien vs. Predator toys growing up. Oh, I've got a couple, not a ton, but I've got a couple. I had like, I had a quite a few, but like I didn't have any of the soldiers from the Aliens line. No, like, I didn't either. I only had the aliens. Yeah, give me the give me the monsters. <laughs> yeah, that's all I really ever wanted. It was the same thing with the the the. Well, one of my other picks, I'll get to in a sec. I always just wanted the monsters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck? I want another fucking army guy. I got ten thousand army guys. Like yeah. fucking, you know, g g I can put Guile in there. I can put fucking, uh, you know, uh, Beachhead. I can put fucking Duke in there. It's all gonna be the same. <laughs> Don't matter. Yeah, but one of the, one of the sickest ones it's also something that got replicated a couple times but one of the sickest ones was the alien toy it was called the scorpion alien and when you pushed a button on its back the entire alien exploded like the top half exploded oh shit so yeah like, yeah i remember that now yeah the front the front chest piece and an arm came off the back chest piece and an arm came off and then there was just like this organ stub with the head on top of it it was like the <laughs> grossest fucking thing and I think yeah. I think I could be totally just misremembering any of this, but like I think mm. it was one of those toys like they had to eventually start putting stickers on the front to hide the grossness. Oh, really? Because it was that graphic. Looking? Yeah. Yeah. It was totally yeah. graphic. It was just like, but it's like I got I got one before anybody figured out it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny because like the alien movies are all are among the scariest movies ever made you yeah know what absolutely I mean? and then to just have like kids toys associated with them is, is is pretty wild like they knew kids were watching this fucked up stuff so they're like they watch it they like it let's give them fucked up stuff yeah. but i think sometimes like you know i i definitely had alien toys before i had ever seen alien oh same yeah yeah the reason why i had alien and predator toys was because i was reading the um the alien vs predator comics that were coming out from dark horse mm, which were pretty graphic they're pretty graphic but i mean still yeah. nowhere near the movie and then the other right the other thing was there was like some sort of hills or kmart that had mm -hmm. the uh the arcade game the alien vs predator arcade game oh sick that's a good one so it's just like i just got obsessed with aliens vs predator even before like i ever saw any of the movies mm -hmm. so i was just like yeah it's awesome <laughs> I think I would get it, and that's why I would really get into it. And and, and I, I wish I had them here, but I I don't have them. They're at 
my grandparents' house, but my uh, my my uh, grandfather has all of these uh, Universal Monster uh, models from from mm. the, you know I think from the fifties or sixties that he's given to me um, that he he passed away actually earlier this year and he always said you know make sure you take because he was the guy, the grandfather who was like when i was 12 he was like well guess it's gonna be my last christmas like he just like, was oh, expecting to die all the time <laughs> he's a super morbid guy um but he he actually just just passed away this year um and uh and he was he also bad say, at sports betting because he couldn't predict <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah, he would actually you know he was he, he would literally every christmas go well this might be my last one he would say it like on christmas eve um but yeah as soon as he uh as soon as he passed away we were over at at uh you know my grandma's still with us and she was like you gonna go get those damn monsters out of the basement i'm like we didn't even pick up his ashes yet grandma like relax <laughs> um, but uh she, he he was a big you know monster fan not only the universal monsters but godzilla and and you know kaiju movies and oh, stuff yeah, yeah. so it, it's all of those and they're awesome and that's like what really got me into um you know probably my first exposure to you know those classic monsters and i was into them before I'd ever saw any of the movies mm -hmm. because you see them and you're like, Oh, what the fuck is that? I remember that one of the most gruesome ones of, of the lot is actually the hunchback of Notre, uh, Notre Dame. Oh yeah. Cause like his eyes all fucking bulged. Oh, so okay. It's like all wild. And I remember just looking up at that up on the shelf and being like, Jesus Christ, what is that? <laughs> you know? So you just get infatuated with it as a kid. And I think that's what happened to me with the alien stuff too. Is like, what the fuck they got mouse inside their mouths yeah. you know and you just get infatuated with it and you're like too scared to watch the movie or would you know maybe you wouldn't even be allowed to see the movie but you know you just get infatuated with it so the closest you can get is a toy yeah yeah it, and it and that's the other thing is like all of that had that that kind of taboo mystique to it because you knew the movies mm, existed it, yeah but you couldn't right. go see them and then yeah. and it was it was all from the same company too the company's kenner so mm -hmm. they also made like all the Batman 89 toys. And right. so like you would just like, even as a kid, I remember like it imprinting on me, like the Kenner logo. So I'd see, you see mm -hmm. the Kenner logo on the Batman toys. You go, oh, I love Batman toys. I love Batman. Then you see it mm -hmm. on aliens and Terminator. You go, I love this now. <laughs> well, same thing. I have some, some Terminator two toys as well. And like Kenner was like, the real deal shit like you knew mm -hmm. you were getting like some serious ass toys that were going to be like designed more stylishly and they were just going to be they weren't going to be cutesy at all you know what i mean right. like the ninja turtles and 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 stuff like that were like you know they're a little bit more you know a little bit more silly more more comic booky but uh yeah the the kenner shit you knew you were like you, they were gonna the commercials were gonna be like dark you know what i mean like they were gonna keep the lighting dark and shit oh yeah it was always kids in like smoky rooms like playing playing with bunch toys. Of oil drums around yeah. and shit yeah, it's like a bunch of kids snuck into a warehouse and then they brought like their fake ice blocks with them to knock down and shit it was like what the hell they're like fucking launching over cartons of cigarettes and shit just like yeah, do yeah. uh but just um, yeah just quickly back to that scorpion alien that exploded i said that got reused yeah. a bunch of times kenner reused it for the terminator 2 they made a, a t-1000 that did that mm -hmm. and then i think they also made a beetlejuice that did that oh you are very right i definitely know the the beetlejuice one that you're talking about i never 
I don't remember having the Beetlejuice toys, but I think Mm-mm. I remember seeing the commercials so much that I feel like I had them, you know, yeah. um, but they were really cool. And I didn't discover Beetlejuice until, you know, maybe a little bit later than that. Like I didn't see it in the theater or anything. But yeah, I think you're right. I remember that exploding Beetlejuice toy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing it. I didn't I don't think I had any Beetlejuice toys either. Just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know why I wasn't into it. And then like, I think it's cause like the cartoon came out a little bit later, but the mm-hmm. cartoon didn't have like a strong toy line t- to it. No, no, not really. No. And that, that was significantly later too. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, interestingly enough, but all right, I'm going to switch over from a, to a, to a non, uh, to a non, uh, action figure situation here. I'm going to go with, uh, from Mattel again, also started in 1992, uh, the Mighty Max play sets. Oh. Um, I have a bunch of these. Um, I actually have a couple of them behind me. Here. And this this was the first one I ever got. And this was my favorite one. Actually, I think this one was my brother's. We both were into these. But um, it's just a damn freaking scary ass skull. But yeah. basically all it is, is it's it's Polly Pocket for boys. That's all it was. Yep. So you get these things and they look like compacts which is what Polly Pocket was. But instead of compacts, they're monster heads and you open them up and then it's a whole like play set inside. And then you get the little Max, you know, was was just this little he was a kid with a with a magic baseball cap. That's all you needed to know. Um, and it transported him to spooky ass places. And you would get these big play sets like this one, you know, with the skulls got like the slab where Frankenstein is. It came with a little Frankenstein. You got a lever you can pull. You know, I think it came with a little Igor. And then there's little rooms up on the kind of wall and you sit it up like an open compact. And there's like places where, it, you know, you can kind of you know have your little fucking adventures and there was always like little cool staircases you always felt like you were in like a um you know kind of in its own it it, it was very kind of effective little world building thing for Mm -hmm. a kid because it was like three-dimensional in that way so i love these um and uh my brother and i both collected these they did mcdonald's ones which are fantastic maybe the best mcdonald's toys ever like in terms of like quality and actually being fun to play with i have one of them uh, here, you know, by me as well. Like this was just such a cool, um, and they were all like fairly scary looking, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like they eventually skewed off and did like different series where there was one that were like dinosaurs, which are like slightly less scary than like the straight up monster ones. Not to say, I mean, they're literally giant lizard monsters, but like they weren't as horror themed, you know, it was more like jungle scenes right. and shit like that. But this is actually, and, and I stand corrected because I, I said the only like actual large play set that we had, like base type of thing we had was that was the turtle sewer. But that's not true because we did have the like, uh, what was it? it was called like fucking volcano mountain whatever i don't know of monster it was it wasn't huge or anything it, mm-hmm. it probably was like roughly as big as a gallon of milk or something like that <laughs> but it but was much bigger than the other sets right and it was like a big lava monster that opened up and there was like a big mountain inside and stuff so i i still do have that um in storage but yeah and and in it, it was uh, uh they actually were um uh like i said from mattel in 92 but they they ran these for probably a good five years um and then interestingly enough didn't have a cartoon associated with it right away like it was a straight up ripoff of Polly pocket Mm -hmm. and i don't 
it, it made it made it feel like they didn't have a lot of faith in the idea because <laughs> they didn't have a cartoon queued up and ready to go. They waited like a year after the release to actually come out with the Mighty Max cartoon. And uh, and, and I watched a few episodes of it. It never resonated that much with me. I, I should go back and revisit it, but not until like a year or two later, they actually come out with the, the Mighty Max cartoon. Yeah, I remember liking the cartoon, uh, but mm. I didn't really have the toys. But I remember yeah. liking the cartoon because it was kind of like it was kind of like sliders and Terminator too, really. Cause it mm. was the little kid with the hat and, uh, he had like this big barbarian protector. So, yeah, he did. Didn't he? Yeah. He had like a, in the cartoon, which didn't exist in the, you know, in the toys, it just came with max, but yeah, he did. He had this big, uh, um, he, you know, fucking Conan looking, you know, Conan the barbarian looking guy. Mm hmm. So yeah, I, I remember the cartoon, but I, I, I didn't really have the toys. I might have had one, but mm -hmm. I did have one that was a complete ripoff of it that I remember, which was an Independence Day, uh, like Mighty Max thing. So okay. it was it was the the face was like the face of the alien exosuit. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then you take the alien exosuit off and then it reveals like one of the big spaceships inside and then it's like Washington, D.C. And so like the White House and the Washington Monument stood up inside of it. Mm -hmm. And then the spaceship had like a ball that you pushed out of it and the ball would hit the fucking plastic and everything would go everywhere and you'd lose all your uh, shit. Nice. <laughs> well, it was interesting because they did, you know, after I think the Mighty Max thing became popular, you saw spinoffs mm -hmm. of people doing these like these like compact type of type type of things. Like I remember there was a spinoff one that were like uh, like kind of army men type of thing. Yeah. And it and they were like it was like a tank, but the tank like opened up and then it was like a whole play set inside the tank, you know. Um, but yeah, nothing yeah. nothing was ever quite as cool as as Mighty Max. For I, me, I, I love I love the monster ones. I think those things were invented as a way to like, like play by yourself in a car on a road trip. <laughs> mm, yeah, instead they were of, good. They were a good car toy. Yeah, yeah, instead of playing like those those, who made them? Galoob, all those shitty handheld games that were just all oh, like noise. Tiger. Tiger, yeah, 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 yeah all yeah. those Tiger electronics that were just like three oh, buttons were fucking trash. Yeah, they were terrible and they were loud <laughs> and everybody hated them. But it was the only thing to do for eight hours. <laughs> yeah, I would play. We had a we had a uh, um because we had a couple of those. We had one that was baseball, which was unplayable, and then we had the X Men one, which was a little bit fun for mm -hmm. like ten minutes. Yeah, and so we would get that. Uh, and try to play it in the car, but then we would still fight over the little handheld uh, uh, blackjack game. <laughs> like, you know, somebody bought somebody, you know, at a, a sharper image or something like that. You yeah. Know, we ended up with this blackjack game. Yeah. We didn't even, I don't even think we knew the rules to blackjack, but we, it was more fun than the fucking Tiger Electronics game. <laughs> whoever, whoever like marketed like whoever came up with that idea is brilliant but also if there's a hell you're everyone from tiger electronics is going because every kid you disappointed more children than any fucking individual in history like because they always made them look so sick do you remember the commercial for the street fighter one oh yeah yeah it was uh, it they made it look so sick and it was 
unplayable. Yeah. Uh, thank God for Game Boy coming and putting all that shit out of business. <laughs> <laughs> I know. God. But like, yeah, everybody from Tiger is going to spend a little bit of time in hell. Not long hell. Yeah. But a little hell. You get a little yeah, hell. Not, not, it's not like long COVID. You just yeah. get you just get little. You just get a quick trip to hell. Yeah. You get a little thousand hell. years, a couple thousand years. Then you're out. Don't do it again. <laughs> you did your time. Now you're out. Um, all right. What do you got? Somebody, uh, other people who are going to hell. <laughs> LG, LJN. People have made the LGN games for well, yeah. NES. Well, they get long yeah. hell. Those games were bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, yeah. this is this is away from but games. But they did make they did make those big rubber wrestlers, which were fun. Wasn't that LJN too? Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was. I don't yeah. know if I'm wrong about that. I don't know. That, but yeah, that's weird. But yeah, no, this is this is away from games. And just more into like injuring children. Okay, <laughs> well, this might be one we share here. I think I bet it is, but uh, the creepy crawler oven. <laughs> yeah, formerly known as the thing maker. Yeah, how <laughs> how the hell we didn't get like some sort of class action lawsuit for us after yeah. that thing? Because one, it burned you, and two. <laughs> The, I can still smell like the plastic burning smell today. If I think, oh, of, yeah, if I think about it, it's like subconsciously ingrained in me. Oh yeah, like we we all are gonna get like mesothelioma or some shit from right. that. Um, yeah, creepy crawler workshop uh, was so much fun, and it was weird because I think. And I feel like I've watched like a YouTube video, like laying stoned, you know, in bed one night watching a YouTube video about this because it's came out as the thing maker right way back in like the 60s. Uh, it was still uh, called creepy call- crawler then as well. It was creepy crawler oh. thing maker. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, it's just- oh, gotcha. 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 Yeah. But it was like way, way back in the 60s. Uh, and and I think they took it off the market because it was a fucking horrible safety hazard yeah <laughs> and and but then how did then they brought it back because it was originally um made by mattel but then the toy max brought it back in the in again 1992 mm-hmm. um <laughs> and it was safe now i mean i think it was different i think they it redesigned was, it it was it was so i would because i was looking at the original today in mm-hmm. doing my research because i the one we had was basically like a glorified easy bake oven. And exactly. It was yeah, yeah. Easy bake oven for boys because now you're making mm-hmm. bugs. You're not making cake. But yeah. Because don't be gay. Yeah. Do not be gay. Yeah. You like, we gotta get all. We gotta give all these little boys a case in the not case. Yeah. That's <laughs> you what, like bugs, not cake. You like centipedes <laughs> and you like spiders and you like making them and or destroying them because that is you. You are a creator and a you're destroyer. A, you are not. You're a psych. You're a psycho. <laughs> that was what they were trying to tell you. Don't be gay. Be a fucking psycho. <laughs> we want you so insane to learn how to torture animals by ripping their legs off not big kicks <laughs> don't be attracted to other guys just don't <laughs> torture animals that's better so but yeah it was still basic setup like it was just a little plastic box with like heating element in it and then you stick uh you stick a fucking metal mold into it the metal mold would heat up yeah and then yeah. you bring it out and you burn your damn wrist on it <laughs> yeah 
or you touch it before it's like set and right. then the plastic is just like fucking napalm. Oh yeah, yeah. You get a little bit of napalm on your finger. Yeah, that kills mm-hmm. you. But the original one I was looking at was just an open hot plate. So oh, that was the case with the sixty the nineteen sixties yeah. one? Yeah, the nineteen sixty four one was just you drop the mold into an open hot plate and there was no <laughs> there was no covering on it or anything. So it's like you could touch it, a baby could touch it, a yeah. piece of paper could fall on it and catch fire. Like it's, it's say, an open the, fire hazard. The, the drapes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was an oh, open Jesus fire Christ. hazard. How many people did Hasbro or not Hasbro, Mattel, excuse me, just straight murder <laughs> during that time? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, people always get the get like um uh you know like lawn darts whoever made lawn darts mm-hmm. which was probably metal as well i don't know why not but like la- lawn darts you know get all the uh uh you know get all the shade for being super dangerous right because it's just because the way they murdered people was really dramatic because you had a metal spike going through the fucking soft spot on the top of your skull sure <laughs> like this <laughs> they just you slowly burned to death that's all see and i think it's because lawn darts they, the company that made them just probably mm-hmm. went straight out of business and they oh, yeah. couldn't defend themselves. Whereas Mattel, they got, they got enough money to do disinformation campaigns and then scoop things under the rug. You know, yeah, they got cash. Yeah. yeah we don't know how many people were injured in the 60s because it was Mattel like, money. Oh, little Jimmy's me- face is only half melted. Here's $500,000. Go fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was Mattel. They put their Barbie money they were mad because they had to use barbie money to defend creepy crawlers they're mad yeah, but yeah. also save the company <laughs> yeah yeah they were pissed about that a lot of people the barbie people were pissed about that yeah but you know That's then a- they bring it back and yeah it's it's smoking it's smelling it's burning us again in the 90s and they're like no no you know what take it away still not good still didn't make it good <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then they brought out the uh, the the. Now this might not have been the same. Never mind. I'm getting two things mixed up because then they had the the doctor uh, doctor doctor dreadful. It was like a doctor dreadful. That was separate. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was totally, totally different because that was food, it was quote unquote food. Yeah, yeah, and and um, be, the reason I'm getting them mixed up is because you were basically making little gummies, so it was like right. creepy crawlers, but they were you could eat them. Yeah, and then they had the the, the drink lab and all that, which. I, I had the gummy one, um, but I did not have the uh, uh, the the drink lab, which always looked fucking gnarly. But I I believe I had the drink lab and not the gummy one, and the drink but, lab was fucking disgusting. I think because yeah. I only used it. All once. it did was just made shit foam up and oh, stuff like that. Was but it wasn't even like it didn't taste like anything that you're used to. Like not even soda. <laughs> it didn't taste like anything you're used to putting in your body. I think it was just like. <laughs> straight up like colored citric acid yeah <laughs> that was powdered just it was like here do you want to do you want to make your own medicine right yeah <laughs> That's what it tasted like here's uh. here's all, here's all the non-active ingredients of nyquil have a day <laughs> <laughs> have fun kids oh man yeah creepy crawlers were fucking great though love me some creepy crawlers mm-hmm um, this one made by a different company. I would have I would have sworn it was the same company, but it's not. Um, and and this might be who made the Doctor Dreadful. I don't remember because I, I completely forgot about that until now. But um, I never uh, had this, but I always wanted it, and I think it kind of 
fell along the lines of kind of like the the the, the ghostbusters toilet mm-hmm. my mom was just like this is too gross i don't want it in my house which was the monster face oh yeah i remember like, that but i didn't have it either now 1992 once again coming in hot night from from 92 hasbro um it was essentially a scary gross mr potato head uh, where you could put, you know, of course, different creepy, uh, uh, you know, things on his face, you know, eyes and nose and mouth and ears and all hair and all that stuff. But then you also just had like a bunch of slime. You could have it dripping from its nose like it was boogers. And then you could put little like um, like there were almost like little bladder effects kind of thing where you had like a little pump behind it where you would make these little like boils explode on the face, too. Oh, like wow. It was pretty fucking gross. Um, and I remember seeing it in like a toy catalog, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was Sears, probably Sears toy catalog or the Toys R Us toy catalog and just loving it. And my mom was like, nah, fuck off, dude. You're, we're not getting that. <laughs> uh, but I always wanted the monster face cause it genuinely looked a little bit fucking creepy. And weirdly enough right now, uh, obviously you can't see this, but I have a, a, a TV on in the background here and I'm watching terrifier two in the background, uh, for the umpteenth time. <laughs> and it, and it almost looked a little bit like <laughs> art the cloud it was a really big like angular features yeah. smile on its face like i'm imagining it kind of looking that way like a pointy hook kind of nose um it was pretty fucking creepy yeah i always not to mention just gross yeah i mean re-looking at it it made me think it was probably inspired by like return of the living dead because it was like a punk mm. it was like a punk rock zombie yeah, because it had a mohawk, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot it had a mohawk. Yeah, it had a yeah. blue mohawk. And I was like, I bet somebody just saw Return of the Living Dead. And they're like, I can make a toy out of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely forgot it had a mohawk until you just mentioned that. And I've posted about this over time, uh, you know, on the uh, on the Instagram page and stuff before. And it always gets a good, uh, it always gets a good, um, I, it was one of those toys I think everybody wanted, but very few people actually got mm-hmm. or actually talked their their parents into buying for them yeah i don't i don't even remember how much it cost but i can it seems like one of those things that was both too gross and too expensive probably for people yeah, yeah. to want to get involved with yeah yeah they were like your parents were like this is 40 bucks what the fuck are you talking about like <laughs> now it's probably going for fucking a grand on ebay or something but yeah <sighs> Anyway, all right, what do you got? So I wanted to jump a little bit into the world of board games because okay. I did post on the threads and, mm-hmm. you know, I was just asking, hey, did anybody, does anybody have any toys they remember? And we got a mm-hmm. reply from a follower, SBC227. Okay. Not a real. Oh, two two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's the SBC or SP or SP? SB, SB. Oh, okay. Not SPC. Yeah, no, just just it's just somebody's name with 227 i i believe yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. just a follower uh but they posted this real classic board game from milton bradley and it's uh it's, i've never seen it before but it's called the barnabas collins dark shadows game oh shit i love dark shadows yeah so i guess there was a board game based on that and for people who don't know since it's like it's even older than brian and i but it mm. although they didn't they did make a johnny depp remake right 
the movie. They did. It was on fuck. And I went to the theaters and saw that piece of shit because I really like the original Dark Shadows, mm. which is just a it's a it's a uh, it's a soap opera with vampires. Right. That's all it is. Right. Um, and so we're super excited because it felt like such an obscure thing for them to remake with like a big budget. Unfucking watchable. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, sucked. yeah. I didn't, I didn't have a basis in the TV show, so I didn't care about the remake, so I didn't see either. So, yeah, yeah you, you, you made out, but, but uh, the the board game actually looks pretty cool and looks almost like it could be played without having any knowledge of what the soap opera was, because <laughs> mm-hmm. the the board game goes like this: is like it's a two to four player game, and like everybody gets kind of a, a stand and a coffin. And the coffin mm-hmm. is full of bones. And then you spin a spinner wheel to get the bones out of the coffin to build yeah. a skeleton. This sounds And sick. it's just like first one to build the skeleton wins and gets to put in the vampire teeth. Oh, shit. It has literally nothing to do. It's an LJN video game of, of like equivalent of the movie where they would just be like, these people who are creating the game never saw the movie. They don't know anything it's about. Yeah. <laughs> but they just make a game about and it. Then so, like, yeah, that's. And then if you collected a stake or like if yeah. you collected a couple stakes, you had to put a bone back. So, yeah, nothing to do with anything. It's just like vampires, I guess. <laughs> vampires, you know, how vampires, you know how they be wanting them bones. Because <laughs> we all know that thing about vampires. They love bones. Right. <laughs> but still hey it looks like a cool game it looks like something that they could just bring back and like drop the dark shadows name off of just give you little clone dark skeletons i love i love a dang old skeleton game uh i would happily play that even even if it was wasn't dark shadows themed but I'll throw another board game out there, and this is maybe a predictable one, but I, I definitely played it as a kid. Uh, is uh, is is the old Ouija board, the old the old spirit board, the old witch board for us Tawny Katane fans out there? I was uh, uh, I, I have I still have a Ouija board, um, and uh, I I haven't played it in a long time. It's more just like something cool to have and, and display. But I. Uh, um, I grew up. I we've talked about many times on the show in the past. My aunt Jill, who was who was my you know my cool spooky aunt, she would uh, she would always um, you know just basically do shit to try to get us you know freak us out. You know me and my cousins, my brother, and my cousins. Like she would be the one that's like, I dare you to you know light these candles and look in the mirror and say Bloody Mary and do all that stuff. Um, and of course, she had a Ouija board, which which we played. And my Ouija board was her Ouija board. Um, I inherited that when she passed, but. Um, it's uh this is old and i didn't realize how old it was currently ouija and you know the ouija board is is trademark of hasbro or it was hasbro and now later that became parker brothers i guess any in any case um it was commer i knew it had some some history in you know in the occult uh or at least in like you know grifter style fortune telling yeah. and things like that and like gypsy you know s- you know fortune telling and whatnot going way you know way way back to even the 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 middle part of of the 19th century but i didn't realize it was actually commercially released in 1890 mm-hmm. like they, it's been sold as a toy yeah or maybe as a toy but commercially that you could go to the go buy a, a copy of the ouija board since from 1890 which is pretty wild yeah you have to wonder if like they did that to maybe remove the mysticism out of it at the time 
Because mm. like, be. because it was such a traveling circus type of thing, you know, like yeah. traveling circus or just like you know, street busker can get you. Like mm-hmm. maybe it removes the mysticism if you can get it at your local fucking five and dime or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, Ouija board. Maybe I didn't have the right, you know, group of friends or relatives, but I can't say I've ever had a tremendous amount of fun actually using the Ouija board, <laughs> um, you know, because it always was just like nobody ever took it seriously. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why. Maybe it would have been more fun if I actually had a group of people that were taking it seriously. But it was always like me, my brother, and my cousins were just like making it spell out shit, you know, or something. <laughs> the ghost said poop. <laughs> yeah, that's all we ever did. Um so, but you know, still, still have one, still have, have good memories around it. Yeah. That was a, that was a big no, no in my house for, oh, for yeah. everything else. Yeah. That, that one was a big no, no. And so was uh yeah. dungeons and dragons. Oh shit. Both of those so are too like, Satanist to me. Couldn't yeah. That's it. too Satan. That's too Satany. Couldn't that's have too Satany. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't have them. The devil, the devil will get you. The devil would get me and I can, you know, but now what's he going to do? That pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do something anything yeah, anything <laughs> so I t- i'll tell you another one that i i didn't get to play but i was obsessed with like i mm-hmm. it was one of those things like i was obsessed with it because i never played it but mm-hmm. uh 1313 dead end drive oh 13 dead end drive yeah yeah, yeah yeah we i actually just because they re-released it i bought a version because i had it as a kid but it was one of those games that it took 10 hours to set up. And by the time you set it up, you didn't want to play it. <laughs> but I just bought my kids for Christmas last year, a copy of 13 Dead End Drive. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that game that game seemed so fucking cool. And like the commercial I remember vividly was awesome as well because mm-hmm. it was puppets getting killed by chandeliers and bookshelves and shit like that. And I was like, oh, it's like the Muppets, but murder. I love it. I yeah, it. yeah. Oh, the co- the co- the commercial sold it. I mean, hook, line, and sinker. We were sold on that. Um, it, it is a f- it's a f- okay game. Uh, it's just it takes forever to set up. So it's just like you got to put all these little cards for the walls, and then you got to set up all the traps, and then there's like book. It's just there's a lot to set up, and honestly, it's like not as fun as clue (laughs) you know what i mean like it's not it it would be a fine game if it didn't take so much time to set up but you know either my wife or i you know we're on a a, a, you know saw it for sale somewhere and on a nostalgia kick or whatever and bought it uh for them for christmas so they have it um again yet to play it but (laughs) my kids do have it I'll throw out. Uh, I, I got a couple more in he- out here as well. This one uh, a little further back, and I didn't personally have one of these, but my uncle did. So my my mom's youngest brother. So he was like, you know, when I was, uh, he's maybe like twelve years older than me. So like, not enormously older than me. Like he was when I was little. He was in like high school. Mm, you know okay. what I mean? Um, so he had a boglin he had a couple of boglins mm. and i never had a boglin they came out in 87 so i was i was born in 85 so i was pretty pretty young for that but they came out in 87 from mattel and they were very much a uh take on you know they were capitalizing on the whole little you know creepy 
you know, gremlins and, and critters and all that type of thing. Yeah, any kind of ghouly. Ghouly. They looked more like a ghouly mm-hmm. than anything. Um, but they were little puppets. They were little rubber puppets that, you know, the, the best part about them was the packaging because it looked like they were in like a little cage. Yeah. And they had their little dangly arms hanging out and stuff. Uh, and Boglins have experienced a really big resurgence in, in recent years. And I, I've not pulled the trigger on a Boglin, <laughs> but I do. I'm not going to lie. I want me a Boglin. <laughs> Um, but the commercial was cool and I think it might have, I might be wrong about this. I might be getting it confused with something else, but I believe that the Boglins had a one number, you know, to like call and, you know, to hear jokes from Boglins or some dumb shit, you know, for dollar 99 a minute. Um, I might be wrong about that, but I swear there was something similar to that, that, that reminded me of a Boglin, but, um, yeah, they were, they were pretty big for a second. Um, but yeah, they're just dang old little rubber monster puppets. Um, like I said, never, never, never had one, but, uh, I, I always remember, uh, when I was at my grandma's house, you know, me and my brother sneaking into my uncle's room, his bedroom when he wasn't there. Cause he had like sexy lady posters on the wall <laughs> and he had like a fucking ACDC poster and, uh, and guns and roses and a boglin. And we were like, Oh hell yeah. There's so much cool shit in this room. This he's the coolest got fucking, guy ever. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got a fucking record player with, uh, uh, with a, with a, an eight inch of convoy. <laughs> you know, he used to play a bunch <laughs> so yeah so kids if you want to call 1-900-909-5464 get all your boggling jokes or whatever's happening is that the bot is that the boggling hotline yeah, or whatever's happening I, on that, that number now who knows now yeah no no guarantees what's happening on that now yeah. but yeah boggling uh I, I i thought it did have a 900 number but yeah yeah i did i didn't have boggling and i didn't have uh mad ball which was kind of along the same lines like, yeah, it was a little bit of a cheaper version of the Mad Ball of, of the Boglins, but they were just like mm-hmm. they were just like balls. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, they didn't have like the little arms that stuck out or something like that. No, they were but just I do balls. remember the Mad Ball. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely came in contact with them. Like friends had them, but yeah. I never had one. Yeah, the one I did have though was the Blurp Ball. Do you remember those? Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, remind me what that so is. So Blurp Balls were closer to Mad Balls. Um, but it was still just, again, it was a monster latex thing and it was a mm-hmm. ball that had like another ball in its mouth and then you squeeze it like a stress ball and it pops the smaller ball out of its mouth. Oh, okay. Now that sounds a little bit more familiar. Yeah. yeah. So like the one I had was a skeleton and then in, mm-hmm. like it had an eyeball in its mouth and mm-hmm. you squeeze it and it shoot the eyeball across. And then like they had a dinosaur one, they had uh, a Dracula one. And so, like, yeah, if you squeeze the Dracula one, like a heart shot out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was no, pretty that sounds, good. Yeah. I need to look those up. I completely forgot about those, but I do, I do recall them now that you say, especially with the, the skeleton with the eyeball one. I remember for sure. Or it was his, um, it was his teeth, actually. It was the teeth that shot. Oh, it was his teeth? Yeah. The teeth shot out of the skeleton. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah I got to look those up. I, 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 like I said, I vaguely recollect those, but, 
These were ones that I that I did have one one of which I'm I'm looking at a number of them right now. And this isn't necessarily a monster toy, but the coolest part about them was the monsters, uh, which is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. So I was a big I was a big Power Rangers fan. I was right in that sweet spot for Power Rangers. It's, you know, came out in 93. So I was, you know, like eight years old and I was fucking hook, line and sinker. (laughs) You got monsters and you got fucking karate, you know. I'm, I'm fucking hooked. You got 100%. monsters, you got karate. You got things transforming into other things. You oh, had these fireworks on the monsters getting kicked. It's all there. <laughs> you you have checked every single box I need. Um, you had kaiju. Yeah. And uh, you had a whole section in every episode that was just a giant kaiju battle. Uh, sma- fucking smashing the city or up and all that. Um, so... You know, I won't go into the history of uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but it was based on and not just based on, but was really um, took a lot of footage and dubbed over it like almost all I think virtually all the the actual like, you know, kind of kaiju material where like every single episode, especially in the early seasons, what would happen is uh, Rita Repulsa, who was who was the bad you know, the bad guy. She had this guy, Finster, who is her little, uh, uh, you know, kind of monster creator. He would make him out of clay, put him in the oven and bake them, throw them down to earth. You know, the Power Rangers would have some sort of situation going on at school or at the freaking, you know, juice bar that they hung out at. And then uh, they'd have to fight some putties. Uh, they'd come in contact with Balkan Skull. There'd be a little bit of turmoil there. Then they would fight the monster in its just regular form. They would get the upper hand on it, and then they would uh, Rita would throw down her big staff, which would make it grow to like giant kaiju size. They would summon their zords, which are just basically um, their different uh, dinosaur and prehistoric, you know, animal mechs. And then they would uh, all come together into the Megazord and then the Megazord would just fuck up the the monster. That was every single episode, like as 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 formulaic as it could possibly be. And most of the the, the actual fighting when they were in their suits, when they were in costume and when they were, you know, in Kaiju kind of form there was literally just. Um, scenes from Super Sentai, which they would take like the story and kind of mold it into, you know, the live action American scenes that they shot. It was like incredibly cheaply done. And uh, and, you know, obviously, you know, to sell toys kind of thing. And Bandai, you know, put it put it out. They they produced the toys. They were just fucking printing money. Mm-hmm. Um, the Power Rangers themselves are fine. You know, they got kind of all were fucking dorks except for the Green Ranger. <laughs> um, but you were there for the monsters and they had fucking I I mean, I, I, I'm i looking at my favorite one, which I just bought recently, not like within the last few years, which was a remake they did of the uh, the fucking pumpkin wrapper. It's an upside down jack-o'-lantern head fucking wrapper. <laughs> That's so great. And then, all you know, I probably have one, two, three, four, five. Two, I mean, I probably have a dozen monsters and there's a goddamn fucking skeleton that looks like Zorro. You know, there's like a little fucking dwarf guy. There's like a guy's fucking, you know, basically guts and his skeleton's made of fucking metal. Like there's there so, a guy that was just all eyeballs. <laughs> there was a fucking guy who was just all eyeballs. I have this is one of my favorite ones. He he like tell me that this fucking guy, he's a piranha monster. He's straight out of a Godzilla movie. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like like they 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 were uh, they were just fucking cool. So you're just doing goddamn ninja fights with Godzilla monsters. So can't go wrong with that. 
and it, and, you know, it trailed off pretty quick. You know, they tried to get, oh, tried to overcomplicate it. And then, you know, within a couple of years, it was fucking mighty morphin power rangers you know uh dino squadron or some dumb shit and i lost yeah. interest pretty quick so it burned hot and fast but for those <laughs> you know maybe year to two years that uh i really was into power rangers like that was my shit it's one of those things where like it yeah it burned hot and fast and it's just like everything at the per- came to a head at the perfect time like power rangers got too old to want to do it and we got too old to be around for it. And it's just like, we're just all go our separate ways and have our memories. Yeah, let's just go away. Like, but it's funny because I think it still exists in some form or 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 it like up until very recently, there were still oh, yeah. like versions of the Power Rangers, American, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, t- not just Super Sentai, but like an American version of the Power Rangers, which blows my freaking mind, you know, that it's still around. Because like I said, I thought it basically burned out within about 18 months, pretty much like not long after the White Ranger. Like I was pretty much done by the time mm-hmm. the movie came out, which was like, well, maybe two years after the show launched. <laughs> I never even saw the movie. Like I was just not interested. I, I I was there for the movie. Yeah, I think yeah, it was after the movie. I was just like, all right, well, I guess I've had my fill. I think maybe. <laughs> I think we've done all we can do here. Yeah, so. yeah. As soon, I mean, I know it's as soon as they dropped the original cast, I was out. So yeah, same, yeah. same. As soon as they they kind of refreshed with new people, I think I watched about three more episodes, and I was like, ah, oh, this fucking sucks. <laughs> same for me. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> um you got any more i think i got one more no i i yeah the only one more that i would say is like i just kind of remember kind of the last action figures i bought to play with and not collect because like for a while i collect like i've been collecting comic books for a long time mm-hmm. and then so like i also started a uh, a toy collection I was like, yeah, I'll keep these. But then I didn't keep those. I just, yeah. like, I wound up selling them. But, like, the last toys I remember buying to play with were the uh, Resident Evil zombies. Oh, hell yeah. Like, at some point, like, Capcom put out toys to go with the Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. And they came out around the same time, I believe, as the Resident Evil director's cut. But also right in time for uh, Resident Evil 2. Yeah. And I was like, oh, those zombies are so fucking sick because they were gross. They were it was, you know, it was more gross toys. So it's yeah. like, I got to have that. <laughs> yeah. I, my my one of my neighbor friends uh, had had some of those. I remember playing with those. They were they were fucking cool because I remember he had he had Leon and, uh, you know, and he had a couple of the zombies. I think he might have had a liquor as mm-hmm. well. Um yeah, I'll, I'll throw one more out there just because I thought they were always interesting. And and I recently looked them up because I have a few, but I never um, like I've never really collected them, you know, too mm-hmm. much. But, you know, I saw them pop up somewhere and I was like, hey, you know, interested to see where, where you know, what these go are going for nowadays, which are from they were came out in 1990 from Matchbox. They were monster in my pocket, oh, um, yeah. which are just little rubber monster figures like nothing special about them you know they looked very much like something you would have got out of a a quarter machine you know Mm -hmm. um but they were sold in like groups uh not groups but like you know like multi-packs you know um and the thing that i thought was really cool about them and this was like the genius way that they sold them because there was nothing special about them otherwise um was one i always thought it was cool that they mixed like mythological like creatures with like 
kind of media monsters you know mm-hmm. like you could get like a dracula and a dang old wolfman and frankensteins and all that type and the cyclops of shit. yeah but then you'd have like a cyclops or medusa or you know a fucking gargoyle or something like that which was so cool to me um so you had this really broad range of monsters and like they all kind of mixed together um but the other thing that was really cool about them and i don't really even remember if there was a game associated with it or if it was oh, just yeah. kind of a collector thing but they had like point values oh oh you're thinking a game associated with the toys i was gonna say yeah like, there there was an oh, nes, the NES game. game yeah I, mm-hmm. I i i never played it but i've seen screenshots and stuff from it but no they they actually the different monsters had like point values that were i guess associated with like their uh um, power level maybe yeah power level or like rarity maybe mm. i i don't remember i have to look into a little bit more why but like the um the point value thing it was like oh this this medusa is like way more powerful than this fucking skeleton or whatever you know what i mean it was just yeah. I don't know, something about it really so cool. so the person to ask about this would probably be a former guest on our show mm. um brandon gets when we had him on yeah the, if for the wolf of, of snow hollow episode mm-hmm. he used to have like shit tons of monsters in my pocket mm-hmm. and he also had the nes game mm. so like I, I remember getting to play with those you know when i was over his house mm-hmm. like i didn't have any of those but like yeah he had, he had the monsters in my pocket and then he also had uh the the nes game when we were growing up and yeah. like that game is hard as a motherfucker I never played it. I just remember like seeing the title screen was cool because it Mm -hmm. had the little like hands, you know, kind of over top of the title kind of thing. Yeah, I'll have to ask him because yeah, that does seem like something that would be right up his alley. I feel like he would be an expert on something like Monster My Pocket. Yeah, Um, he he, he might still have some of that knowledge in his in his head. Yeah, give you. But yeah, he yeah he had so they're so expensive now. Like are if they? you looked up what they are, they go for outrageous amounts. Yeesh. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is wild because they're just like little fucking rubber toys, but they're always cool. But. Yeah. Well, boys and ghouls, I uh, hope you had as much fun as we did talking about some of them dang old monster toys from our youth. Um, if you have uh, some other suggestions of some some cool monster toys that uh, that maybe you liked as. Uh, when you were a kid or, or that you're into now, uh, throw them our way on the social media. Tag us in something or, or or send a little DM or comment or something like that, because I love to find new shit like that. Um, you know, like I said, recently I started looking at those monster in my pocket. And like, I haven't looked at that in fucking 20 years. So it was a, a fun little trip down uh, down memory lane. So, um, yeah. And if you got any more, like I said, ideas for for, you know, especially some of those interesting non-movie topics that are that are spooky and horror related definitely throw us our way because uh we're gonna do a little bit more of those and we always do more of those going into the halloween spooky season too so all right uh and uh once again uh i'll remind you uh follow us over on the social medias if you want to help us pick uh those social media i'm sorry those uh showdown topics and i forgot to mention at the top of the show uh, go ahead and you know rate us on your social or I'm sorry I keep saying social media on your um, uh, 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 on your podcatcher app on your on your Apple podcasts or your Spotify's or something like that go give us a five star rating write a little nice review I'll send you some fucking stickers in the mail uh, send some out this week um, so uh, yeah 
Anything else uh, that we are forgetting? Tune in next week. Uh, we got a fun little episode where we're going to talk about kind of a, a film and then also like a remake of that same film by the same director, which is going to be a lot of fun. And then we'll talk about who's going to be our guest on the next episode and all that good stuff. So uh, going to be real fun. So tune in over there. Is that it? Anything else I'm forgetting, Steve? No, that's about it. I mean, uh, just in case people were thinking we beat around the bush a lot but i mean of course brian and i both had the universal monsters teenage mutant ninja turtles don't be silly just because we didn't talk about them doesn't mean we didn't have them i have a painting behind me of of them on my wall as well so yeah, yeah we, we taught you listen guys we we i had i had to dracula i didn't have them all i wish i would add fucking uh was it donatello that was a mummy Donatello was the Dracula. I had Donatello's the Dracula. That's right. Yeah, I had Raph as the mummy, and I had mm. Leonardo as the Wolfman. We got to find somebody who had uh, Mike as the Frankenstein. I guess. Oh, Frankenstein, Mike. That was the best one. Didn't have it. Unfortunate. Oh, live and learn, guys. Live and learn. All right. Uh, for the Halloween is forever crew. I'm Brian, and I'm Steve. All right. See you next time, you buttholes. Bye. Bye.